Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and I am also one of the members of the Wild Women of Podcasting. Who are the Wild Women of Podcasting, you're wondering? Well, it's so funny because we actually are recording this right now on a Thursday night. And the Wild Women of Podcasting started when we used to cover the reboot of a show that we can't really mention, but it featured a serial killer who killed only quote-unquote bad guys. That's all, you know, and you had to root. Played by Michael C. Hall. I'm sure you know what we're talking about. And we used to do live streams, live tweets. And the other two members of this amazing crew, this amazing crew led by me, but there's the rest are amazing too, <laughs> Carla from Bedwetter Behead Pod and my podcast brain twin Jen from my streaming bubble and we will also be promoing a new podcast that Jen and I are starting at the end of this but hello welcome my wild women of podcasting Yeehaw, Aaron. <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> I wish I yeehawed. Can we take that all the way from the top? Let's start over. Ready, Jen? Three, and- two, one. <laughs> yeehaw. Yeehaw. There we go. <laughs> okay, we're cutting this episode short, so <laughs> yeehaw. Seriously. Oh, my Lord. Um <laughs> But anyway, I am so happy to see the two of you and to start our week of wild womening. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I have my AC off. So once again, listeners, it's it's a record breaking heat today. So this is going to be so much fun. I'm just I really should have just gone downstairs. I don't know why I didn't. (laughs) This is not information that anyone needs to know. But anyway. So before this just turns into a bunch of rambling nothingness, let's start with, I want to know, Carla, what is one thing that you are into right now in pop culture and fandom? All right. Well, first, I want to provide an update that I'm sure you are all dying to know, which is that I am baffled to report that my crush on Smosh Star and all-around white guy Shane Top shows no sign of abating. 
it has continued to flourish despite my best efforts to remind me to remind myself that he is a uh too young extremely pale man and yet here we are and better news i have I have tried to emotionally move on from the emotional, from the devastation that was the the ending of Family Lore, the book that I spoke about last week. And I have broken my heart further by reading Jeanette McCurdy's I'm Glad My Mom Died. It's an excellent book. It is so well written, hugely triggering. So if you decide that you want to check it out, just keep in mind that there are you know, look up triggers for the book. I don't want to disclose them here because, you know, you may not be in the headspace to even listen to the triggers. So if you are interested in the book, look online for the triggers before you commit to it. If you decide to read it, know that it is devastating, but also written in a way that uses a lot of humor and lightening up the situation to deal with some really heavy stuff. And and also the writing is so fresh and crisp. It really keeps you riveted despite the subject matter. And the, the one thing that I can kind of mention is that being a child star against your will does not sound like a picnic. So it's, it's an amazing book. The writing is fantastic. And yeah, check out the... Um, trigger warnings for it before you read it. But again, if you are in headspace to handle that, absolutely read it. It is so well written. Now I know what book you're talking about. Because once you start talking about the child star thing, because I remember when the author, when that book came out and they were going around to all, like they were being interviewed everywhere. And yeah, yeah. So, and I did want to read it once, once I was listening to those interviews. So yeah, it's excellent. It's absolutely, it's so good. But, you know, my bad for reading a tragic book followed by a tragic book. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to pick up an Archie comic or something. Archie comic. <laughs> hey, I like to keep things hip and contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works, right? Like, never mind. <laughs> I can't say why. Yeah. <laughs> this is really hard for me. <laughs> okay. Yes, this is the first time that Jen has been on since we've changed a little bit and we're not, you know, as long as the strikes are going on, we're not covering any struck work on here. So this is a challenge. Jen and I actually were recording for our new podcast last night and we were talking about this. So Jen... What did you decide that you're into then? Well, I'm going to go with music. And one one duo that I've been listening to a lot lately and for a while now is um, a group or duo called Snotty Nose Res Kids. They are a First Nation rap duo out of Canada. And I was first introduced to them through a soundtrack of a TV series out of Canada that airs in the United States. And so I really liked the song. And so found them on Spotify and been slowly working my way through their discography. So I've, I think I'm, I always like to take my time with like each album 
get really familiar with it, get to a point where I'm like, these are the tracks that I like. These are the ones that I can skip. And then I'll move on to uh, like the next album. So I'm up to like the third album. I don't even know. I just go in and I add them. And then I put everything on shuffle. <laughs> so because then it mixes in like the new to me songs with the familiar songs. And, you know, if I'm just buzzing around the house doing stuff, cleaning or whatever, it's it works really well. But if I if I'm checking out the album for the first time, I have to sit through and listen to it all the way through uh, and try and figure out, do I like it? Love it? Or is it kind of meh? So there they're really good. I really have enjoyed them. I like a lot of what they rap about. It's a lot of Native American life, culture, stuff like that. But there's also some kind of fun songs. Um, there's one song and now I'm, oh, Indian Car. And it's just kind of, it, the song with the lyrics, it reminds me of like being in high school, driving around and kind of like, you know, whatever, you're 94, uh, Honda Civic or whatever it might have been. And, you know, engaging in things teenagers should not be engaging in. Um, (laughs) And it's so they're a lot of fun. So they have some heavier songs, but then well paired and mixed with some of these more fun kind of lighter songs, I guess. So. So, yeah, Snotty Nose Res Kids, they've been around since like 2017. They've won a few awards. So check them out. I love them. They're great. Awesome. Awesome. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Uh, High five. (laughs) Way to go, Jen. You did it. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) what I'm into is, and and I'm going to name a song and then a couple of other things, but there there was a trailer for this new rom-com that is coming out. Not going to mention the name of the movie. But there is a song, there was a song featured in it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this song, I totally had forgotten about it, forgotten about this band, everything, and it's the song Pure by Lightning Seeds, and it's this very corny, hokey love song, kind of has an 80s feel to it, but it's so sweet and endearing, and so I've been listening to that on repeat. And the other thing, and I know you're going to say this doesn't go together, Erin, but I'm making it go together. The other thing I'm into is TikTok videos of old commercials, old training videos, anything like that. This morning, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to put the link in the show notes. I watched the best, the best three-part training video for (laughs) gas and like, it was like gas and fuel was what they called it. And it is hilarious. <laughs> it is so absolutely funny because they're going through, I'm just going to do a couple of bullet points. They're going through like the dangers. This woman, it's Shelly, right? I know I sent it to you, Carla. Shelly is training the new person coming on and doing like all these like little like things that you need to look for that might be a hazard and they're standing by the, I don't remember what they called it, but it's hilarious. Like the basically getting your food and your drinks and that kind of station there. And she's like, do you notice anything amiss? And he finally says, oh, the microwave is going and no one's around. And she's like, yep. And she opens it. And plus there's a can. 
there's a there's a thing of paint thinner in the microwave too. <laughs> it's amazing. But for me, it's the turn that the third part took. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil that because the third part is about safety <laughs> when you might be getting robbed. And it is let's just say oh, Carlos, I'm so sorry. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Poor Carlos. And you Poor Carlos. It. When you watch it, this is the um, this is the best. Seriously, I was laughing so hard this morning, and I had to take my sister to the airport, and I'm cracking up, crying. She's like, "What the hell is wrong with me?" <laughs> and I wasn't watching these while I'm driving, by the way. <laughs> And so then I had to send him and, you know, and she had the same reaction and we both went, yeah, poor Carlos. Uh, So so I'm into those and I want to say, and I've talked about this with Carla because I've sent a lot of these to Carla, is that I am thinking we will do a live stream only of watching these and reacting to them because (laughs) – Oh my gosh, some of these, even like an AOL ad is hysterical. It's like all, it, it's just so funny the stuff that we used to watch that seemed so normal and blah. Not only that, but like revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. Like when they're talking no, about it's computers, true. it's like you can do what? Well, and <laughs> we pick up for people out there who are listening and don't know this when AOL was first around, you would get like, You'd go and they'd be everywhere, the discs of like, here's 500 free hours and blah, blah, blah. Because then you had to pay after that. And the dial-up tone, people don't understand that and all this stuff. (laughs) So someday we're going to do that. I'm not sure when. It'll be a live stream only. It'll be on our YouTube channel. So go give us a follow over on YouTube. Find It's a Fandom Thing Pod. So that's what I'm into. Yes, I think that song goes perfectly with what I was talking about, honestly. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so now we're going to move on. Carla, what is one thing that is making you, like, you're sensing, like, some kind of safety danger, like, <laughs> rusty nails just lying in a convenience store, <laughs> or, <laughs> or is making you go, um, I'm going to avenge Carlos. <laughs> Makes sense when you watch those TikToks. Oh, that that infomercial is like the best thing that happened to my entire day. It was amazing. <laughs> um, okay, you know, as the weather begins to cool and as we start turning towards the inevitable autumn season, so too do our televisions uh, start pining for. <laughs> Uh, the, the the opening of the buds of entertainment that will inevitably be cut short due to strike reasons, which I fully support. But there is one particular 
thing that I will not talk about directly that I'm very excited about to come back because it is the number one thing I was excited about last year overall in 2022. So check out the It's a Venom Thing pod episode of Best of 2022 in which I discuss it at length and naming it, which I can't do currently. But speaking of new beginnings, I am very excited for what what it also means, which is back to school picks and seeing people's kids back to school picks on, you know, wherever, you know, like primarily Instagram, because I'm done with Facebook. But, you know, anytime that I see back to school pics, back to school TikToks, back to school, I don't know, whatever, I get so excited because, you know, especially I am such a sucker for the ones that start out when it's like, oh, here's my baby kindergarten. Here he is now starting high school, you know, like, oh, time goes by so quickly. It's like, shut up. Let me look at the baby. You know, like, let me just enjoy the baby. My my nephew's starting his junior year of high school. My niece is starting eighth grade. My kid is starting fifth grade. You know, like, all of these, like, big, huge beginnings. And seeing them documented in, in such a joyful way really makes me excited and happy. And... And I know, like, there are so many people who are, who are just, like, so... I mean, you guys are being so cringe about it. Like, I'm very sorry, but you guys are being so cringe about the way you're you're saying that these pictures are cringe. Like, get over it. You know, people are, are happy and excited about their children. And if you don't like it, guess what? You can scroll past it. You don't have to look at people's kids if you don't want to. But, you know, like, tell me you're a boring person simply by telling me how much you hate back-to-school pics. Like, just, you know, maybe get a life for a couple of weeks and stop looking at social media if you don't like them so much. Like, back-to-school happens around the same time every year. Why are you upset? Why are you surprised? But anyway, I just, I, I enjoy, <laughs> like, you know, like, and it, it reminds me also of uh, that line from you, uh, from um, a movie where the, the, the protagonist talks about bouquets of sharpened, sharpened pencils. And it makes me just so happy because I love it. And I think primarily also because my kid loves school. And if he didn't, maybe I'd be a lot less excited about it. <laughs> but I'm all about it. Awesome. That's awesome. And I love hearing when kids love school because I know, you know, because school can be very, very difficult. So that's awesome. So, Jen. What's got you ex as excited as posing in front of that fake background with the like fake pine, you know, the the aspen tree and then like the other for those great, great back to school photos. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come yep. on. You were just talking about going back to school, Carla. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> you took it to a whole other level, though. Picture day. Yes, the picture day. Mm -hmm. uh, what's got you excited for that? Or what has you pissed? Well, what's got me excited is about the same thing that has Carla excited, and that is the return to school, because as the primary stay-at-home, I get my time back! <laughs> <laughs> that is no small thing. Congratulations, Jen. I'm so happy for you. And and I am looking forward to it. I mean, I love, you know, yeah, yeah, I love my kids and spending time with them, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
But I also like my me time. And that also gives me, allows me like plenty of kind of guilt-free editing and not have to worry about like, oh, I'm spending too much time in the pod basement. I need to go like, I don't know, be a parent and interact. So yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Lunches are lonely, (laughs) but they're quiet. And my oldest has been doing this thing a lot lately where he laughs like a certain mega corporate mouse. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Like as much as he fucking breathes. And I'm like, it would drive me nuts if it wasn't so damn hilarious. (laughs) And if he wasn't so good at it. So not having to hear that every single day all throughout the day is will be kind of nice too, but <laughs> well, congratulations on getting some of your you time back. Thank you. Oh, and I forgot to mention one other thing that I'm into is the nine year old is really into watching Karen videos and like when shit backfires. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> been like scaring youtube and everything to find some of these like better more satisfying ones because not all of them are really all that gratifying but there was one we watched one day where she called the cops because she didn't like her neighbors basically they're young younger dudes and the cops show up and then she just like walks into their house and she's like, look at their house. It's trash. Oh, I've seen So then they one. take her away and she's like, why me? Why are you arresting me? <laughs> and it's like they they weren't even arresting her. They were just taking her home. Anyway, it was bananas. So but it was a <laughs> the, the nine year old ghetto. <laughs> he loved seeing her get hauled out. <laughs> Cop car. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so. Yeah, so those are the two things that we are And that is, into. like, such an entitled Karen attitude to just, like, go waltzing into somebody's house uninvited. Yes. <laughs> and she's complaining about, like, the garbage in their yard. And it's like, and then she starts throwing it around. I'm just like, oh, my God. Because first it starts off with them running their car or one of them having their car running in, like, the street. She's like, you're polluting the planet. And they're like, this is L.A. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, oh my God. I normally don't watch those because I get so worked up and just like infuriated, like at that level of privilege, you know, thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want. But seeing them kind of get what they deserve does make it more fun and entertaining. Plus, it's some nice bonding time with my youngest, (laughs) (laughs) who said the other day that anything's possible, even if it's illegal. I know. I I was so yes, yes. That was one of the best tweets of the week. <laughs> you put that out there because it's it's true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. We're not encouraging like, people to break the law. Okay? <laughs> no, just pointing but, out the facts. <laughs> just stating. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, mine is kind of kind of echoing something Carla mentioned in the beginning about that dude from the smush smish smish smash what is it smosh thank you smidge. I'm sorry smidge so um so there's small doing... videos that's why oh gosh I'm it's a really smidge dumb. of entertainment I am oh really, my god really I did not know this wow Okay, goodbye, everyone. Good night. <laughs> really stupid now.
Uh, anyway, I could always edit that out, but I'm not Oh, but please to. don't. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, well, this is something I love and am e- and just as equally, if not more, absolutely annoyed with myself about. So <laughs> I have been rewatching a particular show that I'm not going to name. And I, re- I rewatched the whole thing, all 15 seasons. And guess what I did? I went and started it over again. <laughs> me even more ashamed okay how (laughs) why because i am in the dumpster i'm in the dumpster (laughs) how well i just clicked the you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so please let's resolve this strike because all my other prep stuff is like it's books and music but i don't have any prep for like movies and tv so this is another reason i want the strike to end so i will stop watching this show again (laughs) but what it has done is that you know i'm not i'm not i'm not ashamed at all to love the character from here the main character and to defend this person no matter what because all the other characters end up sucking on this show in my opinion but (laughs) him so i'm not ashamed of that what i am ashamed of is how much I'm now like, oh, I'm going to go look at a bunch of Jensen Ackles fucking TikToks and fucking <laughs> pictures because that annoys me. Not liking the character. <laughs> liking the character doesn't annoy me, but it's the flipping like, oh, gosh, let me go look at these. And now I'm, and now I'm back searching Tumblr for flipping. <laughs> Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> now you're really in a dumpster. Happening. <laughs> we need this strike to end. We can't yes, all end up please. back on Tumblr. <laughs> please, somebody save Aaron from the indignity of being on Tumblr. Yes, please. Which I don't understand Tumblr, still don't. But save me <laughs> from this man because here's the thing. And, and it's not an insult necessarily to him. It's just the fact that he's i i think he's an okay person who's done some really bad things but or just doesn't speak out enough about certain things whatever blah 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 that's all i'm gonna say right there but the (laughs) fact that now i'm just like oh uh, and it's only because i see this flipping character okay and i did a whole tiktok on our podcast tiktok account where it was the who would you rather marry, Jensen Ackles or these other people? And I was so flippin' annoyed that he was losing every single one of these. And I was like, Aaron, the only reason you're annoyed is you're like, if you marry Jensen Ackles, you could role play this character from the show. That's the only reason. <laughs> Come on. I mean, hello. I know everybody's thinking this, okay? So <laughs> I was going to say you and a couple million people. Exactly. Uh, That's why I was like, seriously, you get the opportunity to role play a certain character from a certain show that ran 15 seasons and you're going to pass up that opportunity for flipping Harry Styles. I'm sorry. No offense to (laughs) Harry Styles fans. Incorrect. Full offense. (laughs) (laughs) The only one that got me was Ryan Gosling. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when I shared this TikTok that I made on Facebook and one of our panelists, Jill, commented and said, you just threw Jensen over for Ryan right away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, here's the thing, Jill. 
I like Ryan's personality more than I like Jensen's personality. That's so a good point. That's why he won out of that one. But because still. for me, it was Chris Hemsworth. I was Chris- like, I, I'm not. Oh, my God. Chris Hemsworth wasn't in that one. Wasn't he? I could have sworn no, he was. No, it was the other Chris. Chris Evans was. was. Chris Evans. Oh, no. Evans does something for me. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. because My I'm wayward glad. host. Because <laughs> I was like, I know Chris Evans is going to win this, but I'm like, Ugh, I don't like Chris Evans. I'm sorry, people. People know this. I've talked about this a million times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so please, please, let's resolve this strike. Save me. <laughs> yes, please. Save her. Or save or 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 the other the other solution is Jensen Ackles, if you would like to come on the podcast. <laughs> and it was Henry Cavill. It wasn't Chris Hemsworth. But an equally attractive foreigner. Oh, Henry I don't like him. He doesn't do anything for me, I mean. Well. I just love that he's like a beefcake nerd. Yes. So that's, I mean, that is some solid representation there. More beefcake nerds. Thank you. I don't know why he does nothing for me. He just doesn't. He just, I I mean, I understand why he does something for other people, but he does nothing for me. But anyway. You know what? So this is kind of random. So excuse me. But you know what I've, at least with me, when I find, when I see someone and I'm like, you know what? They're attractive. I get why people are all about, about them. They don't do anything for me. It's because their earlobes are attached. I apparently have some sort of subconscious (laughs) thing where I am not sexually attracted. (laughs) Wow. I am not even kidding. Every time I'm like, you know, that actor's really, like, he is, like, I get it. They're handsome. I understand, but n- nothing. Like, I'll hang out with them. I'll have a beer with them. But, you know, we're not even doing, we're not even talking about going around bases or none of that. <laughs> and then I look at their ears and it's because their earlobes are attached. That is the most specific definition I of know. a type I have ever heard. <laughs> That's ever. So I don't notice and that now all the time. Now because this is like my mom told me once. My mom's like, when you look at a man's nose, that's the way his penis is shaped. So then every time I look at a man's <laughs> wait, wait, but okay, important question here because it's an, it's an important distinction at attention or at rest. I don't know. That's all she said. So I I don't know. And then she also said, never trust a man with no lips. So. There are certain people that I think are attractive, but they don't have any lips. And I'm like, I probably should not be attracted to this person because my mom would say, don't trust someone with no lips. I, I don't, no offense to people out there. But <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the foundation for lipless Americans is going to come knocking at your door. And I hate to see that. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the thin, the thin, you know, like no upper lip kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, the the nose thing. So... It was something that I still occasionally I'll look at a man and just yeah. So anyway, I'm go upstairs and stare at my husband, and he's gonna be like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm just like, you know, side profile. Oh, this cute little button around like a helicopter. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> So there you go. I, I'm glad I ruined something for everybody too. So we've ruined the way you look at someone's face. <laughs> Earlobes, 
lips, yes. earlobes, penis noses, penises. <laughs> there you go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, well, for our last topic, and this is in a more serious vein than what we have been talking about, really. If, in case you're not aware, Bethany Frankel, who is best known for being part of the the uh, the, the the reality show Real Housewives of New York. She said that reality stars should take a page out of the SAG-AFTRA and WGA strikes and unionize. SAG-AFTRA is actually in support of this. They have said they're in support of this. And a big reason is she's like, you know, reality stars, they hardly make any money. They really don't, in case you don't know that. And they don't get residuals. So that's her other argument is to see if they get residuals or not. So I just want to know. And we will probably do like an episode on reality stars and this stuff in the future at some point too, just to let you know, because uh, we haven't really covered reality television really at all on this podcast. And I think it's probably something we should talk about at some point. I've actually been avoiding it to be <laughs> completely truthful. Um, I like when you rolled your eyes too and you're like, we should probably talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if we must, we must. <laughs> so Carla... What are your thoughts on this? I am fully behind this. I don't know that I necessarily picture Bethany Frankel being the person leading the charge on this simply because I feel like, I don't know, she just gives me the heebie-jeebies for some reason. I don't know. But I, I fully support the idea of people unionizing in general. And with reality stars, absolutely, they get paid just so poorly that there's like very poor comp- compensation in addition to which they their entire lives are intruded upon they have no protections whatsoever um they are often living at the whim of producers who lock them into some very restrictive contracts and then when if they try to get out of it for any reason you know, it's not working out for them, for their own mental health, for any reason that they would like to remove themselves from the situation. They are threatened with these huge fines that they can't possibly pay. So they often stick it out despite really not wanting to. In addition to which, a lot of them end up signing away their rights to money that they could make later off of their name or their image or any uh, future business dealings that they could embark upon based on the, uh, on the notoriety or fame that they gain from their reality shows. So they really get screwed over 
time and time and time again. And it's not a small thing because, yeah, like, oh, but they signed up for this. Yeah, but I, I, not I think, but I, I've, I've read and watched a lot about people who enter into contracts for reality TV and like they might sign up for a show and then, you know, unlike actors, they don't know that they need representation or they're not offered any kind of guideline to protect themselves in any way. It's just, you think, oh, it'll be fun to get on, on, on a reality TV show where I could, you know, have fun with my family. Like, they don't consider the, the stakes. They don't consider all of the involvement and everything that um, that they'll end up going through. And because there are so many NDAs in place and so much fear of, of the legal repercussions for speaking out, a lot of reality stars don't necessarily put out there what really goes on behind the scenes. So people who might otherwise learn about the situations that they're actually getting into wouldn't have that information simply because it's not made available to them. So it, it's it's a lot of exploitation going on, particularly when it involves children, when it involves families and children. Th- those are some of the worst ones because, you know, it's... I'm not super keen on the idea of people putting their kids in situations where they're they're living with cameras in the first place. I think that's just not great parenting. But at the same time, as much as these people make poor parenting decisions, producers don't care at all about these children. They don't care about how it'll affect them long term. They just want the reactions and they will make a family's life absolutely miserable to get the reactions. And even people that I don't like, because there are plenty of unlikable people on reality TV, just like they're in real life. But I don't think anybody deserves to be treated the way that that people are being treated by the reality TV machine. And I think that that it would be irresponsible as a society to not support the unionization of people who are being overworked, who are being given alcohol and, you know, basically, especially for, for dating shows, they'll give them pretty much nothing but, but alcohol. They limit their, their, um, access to water and food and just get them completely wasted just so that they can have more drama. They will, um, deny medical care to people who clearly need it. They will deny mental health care to people who clearly need it just for the sake of, getting a uh, a good soundbite or for getting a, a good scene. So, yeah, like the sooner that these people are able to be protected under the power of a union, the better. And the companies who would stand in the way of that, that you're showing who you are and you're showing what you're standing for, which is exploitation. Amen. And Jen... 100% agree with all of that. I am I am pro union. So while I'm not a big fan of reality shows, there's a handful that I watch, but they're not like the dating ones or the housewife ones, you know, they're, you know, like I like my ghosty shows and I still call those reality, you know, categorize those as reality shows. 
but that that doesn't mean they don't deserve representation and to be protected because a lot of times you see some of these clips or you see some of these shows and a lot of times I just wonder like how much got cut what are we missing what's been taken out of context the way the editing is done to manipulate maybe certain situations and to maybe paint some of these people in a negative way or overly positive and just the way that they can spin those stories. For example, uh, one of the first reality shows on music, on a music channel way back when, when they were in Seattle, it was like the slap heard around the world. One, one of the castmates, uh, kind of chased after one of the female castmates who was getting in the vehicle and leaving, opens the door, slaps her in the face. But she was kind of having all these other issues. I don't remember specifically, but they said it was Lyme's disease. And then years later, during like a reunion or some sort of kind of behind the scenes type show, she's like, I didn't have Lyme's disease. And they just said that. And kind of all these other like half truths and just full on lies. So I always I always wonder like what actually happened that we didn't see and what you know just the magic of editing to make these moments probably seem bigger and just to really play it up as well this is a bad person because he slapped her and she is unwell because of well we said so. So they need to have something there needs to be something in place. And the fact that reality shows have been a part of pop culture for so long now, it's, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's kind of fucked up that it hasn't been done before or discussed or brought up. And maybe just kind of in light of everything, it just catches more, tra- it's just catching more traction now. Uh, but I, I hope that they, I hope they do. And I hope that they are successful in it. And, future reality stars and i'm just also side note let's just stop making these people famous because then you find out they did a racism and you're just like ugh. so i'm kind of that's another that's a whole other thing but that (laughs) they signed up for these but they deserve to also be safeguarded as much as possible you know this is their job temporarily to be treated as any other job they should uh be respected so I think they should, and good luck to them. Yeah, no, d- ditto everything that has been said. Um, and, I, and I do think, you know, and I know, Carla, you had mentioned this before, and I think this is the way a lot of people think is they're like, well, you got yourself into this, so you knew what you were getting into. But I really don't think people honestly do know what they're getting into. No one, mm-hmm. no one can be prepared for any level of fame. And there is a level of fame that comes with reality stars that is a little bit different i think in some respects than for actors and stuff because of the fact that they are seeing who they quote unquote supposedly are and so they feel like they know them in an even more intimate and deeper way and so having to have like their whole love lives like dissected and prodded in a in a different way because of the fact that it was also on tv And it just, it's very manipulative and invasive. And the thing is, is that the reason reality TV took off and became such a big thing 
isn't necessarily because of that the for the writer's strike in, in back in you know 2007 2008 it's not necessarily because of that it's because people wanted to save money and making reality shows is very cheap and a big reason it's cheap is because they don't have to pay people the way that they have to pay writers and actors mainly the actors so because they don't have to pay people as well and also crews on reality shows too aren't necessarily treated that well too. So that's the other part of it. Um, And so when they don't have to do that, studios are like, well, we don't want to, we're not going to change this because you're not really, you're not in this business. You're like just coming on to make these shows and we're exploiting you for other people's entertainment. And it's just, you know, it's a very icky, weird thing. And it's, I mean, it's not like I haven't watched reality shows before, but it, it there is this sense of exploitation and this sense of a lot of that stuff is made up or edited. The editor, an editor is so powerful in any medium and they can change and manipulate something to look very differently than it was. And when you go back and you watch like earlier versions of the show that, that Jen was referring to with that slap in Seattle, the reality show that was on MTV that started it all, though that's not the one that really started it all. There was one on PBS that actually started the whole thing. It was the first reality show, really was one of the first ones. But when you look back on those, like there was there was stuff in those early seasons, like, um, you know, like people pulling off clothes of their roommates and all this stuff that was bordering on sexual harassment and sexual assault and all this all these things. And um, so it was interesting when they were doing reunions with those casts and they were doing new seats, which they were actually really good. And they talked a lot about that and their life and what it was like having to deal with that and where people were being fake still and people were being real and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we'll cover this more at some point and talk about reality television in depth. but. Definitely, they deserve a union. I mean, they're providing entertainment. They are. So it's like, and and their whole life is going to be there. Their children, if they have children, their grandchildren, if they end up having grandchildren, are going to see, could see this potentially. So they should be um, compensated for that. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you to my wild women of podcasting, Carla and Jen, for joining me for this fun episode. So we're going to go ahead and close out and have both of my lovely panelists say where they can be found and their podcast. So Carla from Bedwetter Behead, tell everybody where you can be found. Thank you, Erin. You can find Bedwetter Behead podcast wherever you get your podcast on. You can also find our social media presence on Twitter. You can look for at Bedwetter Pod on Instagram or Cringestagram. <laughs> at bet.wet.behead.pod. I'm just making that up now. Oh, I'm like, what? I, I was like, it. I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cringe Instagram now. Thank you. <laughs> We've all moved on to TikTok. Um, uh, speaking of, we are on TikTok at bedwetbeheadpod. You can also find me and my art and my musings at Carla Temis on, which one is it? Instagram. And also, guess what? On TikTok. I know, you're shocked. And you can also find my website, 
Uh, that's carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S.com. And thank you for the shimmy, Erin. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> for your website, yes. So, Jen, my lovely podcast brain twin, where can they find my streaming bubble? And then once you're done, we'll talk about our upcoming yeah. podcast venture. Well, they can find my podcast, My Streaming Bubble, on a podcast player near them. They can follow me on the tweeters uh, at Streaming Bubble, no my in that. And then I'm also on the the Cringogram, the Book of Faces, and oh, what should we call Threads? Oh, Lucy- <laughs> nope, that's terrible. But all under My Streaming Bubble. <laughs> I'm also on the TikToks, but I haven't opened it since the last time I did. Carla had sent me like 50 videos that I still haven't watched. And I think the last time, and then the time after that, there was like another 30. And I was like, I can never open this app again. <laughs> Look, it was only 49 that first time. And I've since then, I've only sent you like one every other third or fourth day. Okay. I'll try and get caught up. <laughs> it's high quality entertainment. It really is. You send some quality shit. They've, they're very funny. Thank you. <laughs> and then Jen and I are starting a new podcast together. And our first episode is going to, thank you, Carla, is going to premiere the end of the end of September. We have recorded it. We are covering indie films for this. Okay. So independent films. Uh, we are not talking about the streamers that they are on. But the first for our first episode, we covered the movie Creep. And so our podcast is called Twin It to Win It. And Jen, what is our podcast about? Um, well, we have to see if we like the same movie. So we'll pick a movie, either one that maybe I've seen and Aaron hasn't. We'll watch it and try and take a guess as to whether or not the other person like it because just because I've seen it doesn't mean I like it and then we do a you know so then we make our guesses and then we talk about the movie and then we try and close out and it was a lot of fun it was a hot mess and I was having all sorts of connection (laughs) issues so enjoy everybody (laughs) but it was yeah and then the next time around uh it'd be you know for example Aaron would then pick a pick a movie and rinse and repeat so it's it's a once a month podcast to help maintain our sanity levels uh (laughs) somewhere just below (laughs) cuckoo pants but uh but yeah first episode down a ton of fun it was a lot of fun and talking about that movie which i've never talked about that movie with anyone before so that was that was really interesting so Hopefully everyone tunes in and enjoys it and listens to us twin it or win it. Yeah. Not actually twins. Yes. Oh, thank you for putting that. Yes, we have to put that in. Um, but but yes, and to let you know, if we're twinning it, it means we both guessed each other accurately. And it also could mean we both feel the same way about the movie too. If we win it, it means usually I've gotten it correct and Jen hasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or vice versa. Um, and for October's – and so what we also decided to do is we're going to have people vote on what we end up covering for certain months. We're just going to put up like a link. It'll have to be a link because we can't put the whole thing of like a description from IMDb of what um, – well, it can't be a link because then we'll figure it out. Anyway, 
for October, it's going to be me and then November, Jen, and then we'll be back to one we've either neither of us have seen or both of us have seen. But if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter at TwinIt2WinPod. So no second it in that one. And on Instagram at TwinIt2WinItPod. We will join other social media once we're really up and going. But yes, it was it was a hot, fun mess. It was a lot of fun. So check check us out. Coming soon to a podcast player near you, including hopefully Pandora. Uh <laughs> just for you, Jen. Still in a huge fight with Pandora, yes. <laughs> we love you, Pandora. Uh, <laughs> that's our ongoing thing. Uh well be sure you don't want to follow me. You want to follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It is long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. We are on threads. I think I've done two or three posts or whatever at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. Uh, follow us on TikTok at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. And you can watch my embarrassing but funny <laughs> TikTok about me getting upset about the Jensen Ackles thing. <laughs> Please, let's end this strike. Get me out of this. <laughs> Still watch on the show, Jensen. Um, <laughs> come, come cosplay on our show. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's chained to the bedpost. And we never see him again. <laughs> I'm to get that <laughs> In the news tonight, a string of well-known... Dark-haired actors has gone missing. <laughs> and then this light-haired one. What the fuck is that about? This is you throwing them off the scent. Yes. <laughs> his, and his hair is not that light. Thank you, Carla. I have always argued. He's not a blonde. Thank you. I have argued this for so long. He used to be, yes. But damn it, Aaron, shut up about Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Just saying, he's not a blonde anymore, people. Get over it, okay? <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. Okay, we're going to stop. <laughs> okay, I was still telling where we could find. So anyway, help, help me. Um, help me get over this. <laughs> Come to the table, AMPTP, for nothing else but to help me get over this. Uh <laughs> Uh, if you have many feedback, show notes, if you'd like to help me get over my Jensen Ackles thing, or if you want to send me a bunch of TikToks and other things featuring Jensen Ackles, <laughs> feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. Click the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today. Yes, even you, Jensen Ackles, can come and support me. How many times can I say this man's name in this fucking episode? Uh, (laughs) Click the support us. And for as little as three bucks a month, and we have a seven-day free trial at that, you can get bonus episodes. You get ad-free episodes. You get a Spotify playlist of some jamming summer tunes, man. I know summer is over. I think everything above that that's about to be true. But still, you want to jam out to... My tunes and Carla and Aaron A's too. So go ahead and do that or click the link in the show notes to our Patreon. And 
The best way you can help any indie podcast is by rating us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. And the best thing, share, 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 share. Tell your neighbor. Tell Jensen Ackles. Tell the person sitting next to you (laughs) at the restaurant. (laughs) Tell your pilot. um, (laughs) Tell the crossing guard. Tell everybody to tune in to your favorite podcast. And on our next episode, my wild women of podcasting are going to return and we're going to be talking about some of our favorite authors. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.